0: Hello and welcome to the Points of Brew podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Points of Brew podcast with me, Stephen Carter. And this week I'm joined by Mark Dearman from Twisted Wheel Brewing Company. How are you doing, Mark? You okay?
1: I'm very well, thank you.
0: Good, good, good. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Apart from you uh, suffering with the bad weather as we were just discussing before before we came to record, whereas it seems to be... uh, Nice sunshine over here for a change, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm doing all right. It's nice to see some sun still for a while, rather than looking at looking at rain that we're normally looking forward to. So, um, but no, thank you, uh, thank you for joining, Mark. I uh, I really appreciate it. It's 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 great to have you on and to to have a great. chat. So um, it's uh, it's nice to to see some newer breweries popping up and uh, and get a bit of uh, feedback and an insight into into brewery life. So how's it how's it been recently for you?
1: Um, it's a great question (laughs) and um, the way I would answer it is it's been frightening Mm. Um, but at the same time the team we have here we're very proud of what we've done
2: Uh, Mm.
1: because uh, to be a new business and suddenly see all your customers not allowed to order from you overnight was daunting Mm -hmm. and very difficult and we had to be brave um but we now have the business and the brewery that we that we wanted and may not have had um at this stage if we were continuing with the cask side because it was we were very busy and sometimes when you're so busy you forget to step back and say is this really what the business is what we want is this the direction we want to go in Mm -hmm. so i don't know how I'll look back on this, but what I do know is, as of today, we've got the product we wanted. Um, we're getting sales, not as many mm-hmm. as we not as many as we need to have, but enough to to show that we're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've sort of built up a little following in in a period which has proven just very very difficult.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. The hard
1: part is not knowing how to plan for what to do next week or the week after. What, how many times do we brew? When do we brew for the keg range, which we're launching, or the cask range again? Mm. Um, and at the moment, we probably need to brew beer for canning. We One of our beers is going to sell out in the next two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. We obviously need to brew for the pubs. Um, but we've got no idea what to expect. So that's very difficult. But mm. yeah... Um, in general, I feel really positive and encouraged. And um, having delivered a lot of beer myself to customers, um, you know, to, to their homes mm-hmm. um, and witnessed it. Um, we did a market on Sunday. There is a real passion and desire for people to try beer from independent breweries. And that's been the most positive <laughs> Um, that we can take out of us. It shows us that, regardless of where we are moving forward, there will always be um, a market for good beer, and I think that's something to to be positive about.
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, see that impact from delivering firsthand. I suppose mm. you've kind of you've got a better insight into sort of how people are coping and what people want from breweries and beer whilst they're at home and. Yeah. Yeah, how they how they're adapting to that change as opposed to going to the pub, weren't you?
1: Yeah, but there is. Um, uh, I mean, I've witnessed so many different things. Something which made me laugh a few weeks ago. We were. Um, I was actually in the centre of Manchester, just getting a coffee. Where what this fantastic coffee shop had just opened again for takeouts, mm. and um, a pub round the corner was doing doing the same with beer, and people were coming out with a plastic pint with a lid on, <laughs> and I was so yeah. excited, and I actually taking selfies of, look, we've got a pint of beer again, and yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's encouraging. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not as pessimistic as um, a lot of what you read, um, because mm. I feel it's easy when you're behind a desk, it's easy to look at things and, oh, it's going to be like this, but when you're actually meeting the the consumer and you see the passion and how much they want to support their local pubs and the small breweries how much they enjoy trying different beers it it gives you it it encourages you to continue doing what you're doing in very difficult times
0: yeah yeah for sure and and like you say the 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 spirit of the pub and the idea of going to the pub it's a fundamental of you know, the stereotypical English life, isn't it? You know, in terms yeah. of going down to the pub for a couple of it, pints and things and people people do miss it and people have incredible. been missing it.
1: Yeah, I can't believe how much I miss it myself. Um mm. it's there's a lot of lot of small things you 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 miss. Um I, I'm I'm sort of got a coin on flicking up. I don't know if I miss the ability to get my hair cut or um, have a pint in a pub um, it's, it's pretty close between the moment yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh, for, for me it's not been a problem because I've got longer hair so I'm alright so I've, I'm alright we're not getting my hair cut but I'm missing pint missing you know just even just for, for me because I'm in working around Leeds and just calling off a, a taproom or a pub even just for a, a pint or a half pint you know just to catch up with somebody it's just that social aspect of it is just kind of like you say supporting the you know your local businesses and the sort of the the response that there's been and the overwhelming positive response, like say people wanting to support their local business, like say going and getting takeout beers and buying from home, and breweries even selling takeouts in terms of like yeah. selling milk, milk cartons and things. You know, it's yeah, I it's been, just, uh, been great.
1: It's um, it, it's encouraging. It's good. I, I believe it's it's only good news. Mm. Um, and we we're, we're pleased we kept busy. We're pleased we've been brewing. We're pleased we've launched the. Range in cans. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel by doing nothing, it would have been harder to to come back and start again. So, yeah, it, it's. I, I I I think we're going to look back in a year. This is our brewery. I think we'll look back and say we took a big gamble, but it was the <laughs> right thing to do.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's sort of the you know the only thing that you can do is you know look at it positively you know into like you say it's easy to be negative about it you know it's, yeah. it's for sure it could be better for for everybody in every business you know that's yeah. without question but like you say the with you being so new and then how that's kind of shaped your future and how you take the business compared to if this hadn't have happened you know mm. it could it could be a completely different perspective and outlook it, for you it, couldn't uh, it yeah it,
1: it, it could have been different um and and you know I'd rather it didn't happen. Mm. Of course, I mean it's it's been a terrible thing. It, it, personally, it's been really really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, and it's it. We have to accept it's happened. We, mm-hmm. I, I personally believe, you know, we'll look back in the future and there'll be, this, you know, whether it was handled right or wrong. That that's for the future i think the yeah. priority now what we have to all focus on is um how we how we move forward and um mm-hmm. the one the one the one thing which i find frustrating we all do here is we would just like to be given some idea of you know what the plans are what the future is it's very very difficult mm-hmm. um you know we we we're all gearing up for the 4th of july mm-hmm. Um, so we're having to brew, we, and like I say, we we have not stopped. So for us, it's quite easy, but mm-hmm. we have still got to work out right how much do we brew, what are we brewing for? Yeah, um, you know, because we if if it, it would have been nice to brew for like I say, we we are just about to sell out of two of the canned lines. One we've managed to fit a brew in, and we we it's coming back into stock next week. The other one we probably can't brew now to the middle of July because we're starting to plan to brew for for the pubs and be ready. Mm-hmm. And if they don't open on the 4th of July or if it's delayed or et cetera, then it would be crikey. We could have had that beer, which we would be selling available. So you, you are second guessing. And my criticism was the same going into lockdown. It was very sudden. There was a lot of speculation, but sometimes you just need guidance to say this is the intention and a little bit more and um i know there was a lot of calls to say give us three weeks notice and that was right we really needed clarification and hopefully it will come in a day or two Mm. um and what they do about the social distancing whether they go from two to one meters um i have to be honest and say um i'm not seeing many people stick to the two meter rule now yeah uh, likewise anyway <laughs> so as far as i'm concerned you might as well go to the one meter because it's not being enforced mm. so and i yeah, know yeah. make it, it makes it easier to plan but um i i'm I shouldn't go on too much about that i'm just concentrating on making sure we're ready and um, we are mm. we're, we're geared up either direction uh,
0: yeah and like you say, it's 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 the uncertainty. It? It's like you yes. say, you're gearing up for a provisional date at the moment of the yeah. 4th of July. But, you know, like you say, in what capacity are we going to be able to do it? It's like you say, if you've got, you know, normally, if you say you brew X amount of keg or cask of a product yeah. and sell out of it normally, well, yeah, but in what terms of scale are you going to sell that in the future? Because like you say, in what? How are they opening what capacity can they have in terms of people yeah. coming at the same time and then in terms of sales, etc.? So it's it's hard to, to kind of plan and know what's yeah. right, but like at least if you've planned to be brewing and to have products available should you get the green light, like you say, in a couple of days' notice and the yeah. beer's ready, then at least you're kind of at least ahead of the game a little bit, aren't you? Yeah,
1: it's 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 the same for all of us. We've all got to second guess. Mm. Um, my, my big hope from this is that people remember you know a lot of the smaller companies are the ones who, who've done right by this who've, who've kept mm-hmm. going or you know we need to support to each other so we're very much um, trying to sort of view let's support the small independent that's my view on this now and certainly yeah. my, my habits, my habits are, I, I feel they've changed Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, when you, I believe beer is recession proof. I, I believe it will all people will always find a way to to drink their favourite beers. Yeah, but the habits might be different. That's the unknown. They, where they drink mm-hmm. it, and how they drink it is where. we're different people, have got used to drinking at home, and I agree with you. It's it's not the same. There's there's a word missing. That word's atmosphere. Yeah. Um, you can't generate that at home and that's something that you know people will miss um i i still believe there's a good future for for all different um you know for in pubs and at home and in different environments mm. um so yeah i'm I, i'm i'm always look at the yeah i'd I'll, I'll always be positive on it anyway
0: yeah 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 and, and like you say i think that's certainly something like you say there from the the shopping local and you know more independent and small i think that's something yeah. that a lot of people have realized you know in terms of the you know taking for granted the the small breweries and the yeah. the small coffee shops and things like that that are out and about and yeah you know because they're they're like you say they're not exempt from this and you know whereas the big companies will have you know, money in the bank to kind of tide them over for a while, then mm. these companies aren't, aren't the same, are they? So I think that'll be, we need that'll be something support, that comes through.
1: Yeah, we need to support them. It, it's important mm. um, more than ever now because yeah. um, it, there's nothing more hypocritical than not supporting your local small business and then crying when it's no longer there. Mm-hmm
0: yeah exactly exactly and you know it's not it's not possible 100% of the time But like say if it's a, a choice of going to you know a, a large company to a small company that you know has, has been struggling and just coming out of this and and a lot of them are now able to like say the you know the cafes the bars and restaurants the smaller scale are able to take out some things and that's been great yeah. to see that response of people going and getting takeouts yeah. so at least then they're getting cash in aren't they you know so it's again yeah. it's that it's that process yeah. and thought process of being mindful of where you're putting your money now. In terms of, well, if you want these companies to still be around, then you need to be willing to potentially spend a little bit more. But to a company where the money is more appreciated than just where you're just a number as opposed to a valued customer, really.
1: I, I hope so. I really mm. do hope so, and I and I do believe that's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: I, I've witnessed it where we live, so I'm very mm. optimistic it will happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and hopefully that'll be reciprocated and sort of replicated uh, across the UK for for a, a long time after this I and so, and be
1: yeah, we... I, I, yeah I, I I like I said I really do think that's, mm. that, that's yeah. a change. Mm-hmm. Um, why yeah, why apart, apart
0: from, yeah. yeah, apart from the people that have been queuing outside overnight to get into Primark, which I, uh, <laughs> I just yeah. don't yeah. understand. Yeah. But you, those people are just never going to change. Either. so um, yeah,
1: it, it, that. That's what encourages me, mm. believe it or not, because it encourages me that pe- we, we are, I, I, there's a lot of doom and gloom. I think there's always has been in this country, and I think there is, particularly through this, and there's a lot of negativity, mm-hmm. and, we, and we don't know the truth about a lot of what's going on with the reporting, and I have no doubts mistakes have been made, made but people are desperate to get on with their lives again. And yeah. What it what it tells me if someone's willing to queue three hours to get into Primark, it does mean they're going to be willing to go out to the restaurant, to the bar, to the pub when that when that happens. Um, the problem is is that's going to be a short-lived event because there will come a point where I don't really want to queue up an hour and a half to go and have a pint. Yeah, and that's that's where they've got to be careful about um, you know how we move forward with this because. Whatever way you look at it, um, you know we have to live with this thing now. But we have to live with it in a in a way which is sensible, not hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I believe we can. We just people have got to be sensible. But, yeah. You know, you, you can't. If you it, 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 part of the enjoyment of of working and and whenever I've done is you get home on a any evening, but on a Friday which springs to mind, it's like, like I'm just going to pop down the park, local meet my mates, have a couple of drinks, and that's an impulse, and um I hope we don't lose that impulse because everything is so regimented, like you have to right? I have to book my slot in or mm. I have to order my pint by an app yeah because I think that that would I don't feel that works no. I don't think it would work for breweries like us either. Mm. Um, we're about variety and when you're new you want people to be trying the product but um, at the beginning it might be like that but I don't think that's going to I don't think you can have it too long Um, and we have been lucky with the weather because it does allow people to be patient when they're queuing but I guarantee if, if it was like this wherever they were queuing in Primark yesterday I don't think people would have been queuing three hours to Get a pair of um, leggings if it's peeing no. down the rain constantly no no so, definitely not so that yeah.
0: may change yeah like you say it's 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 that interactivity that you're going to miss and yeah. certainly again on that independent level isn't it you know of actually speaking to your customers directly that you is not as important as a as a bigger company but like you say it's not feasible for queuing and things for the long-term future like you say i, for don't, cost- I don't
1: think so no
0: it's just with our with our weather conditions, like you say, it's not it's not feasible, is it? So no. It's no. yeah, it'd be interesting like you say to see the, the next step and then the, the concurrent step after that in terms of how yeah. we we get yeah. back to a bit yeah. a bit of normality. So we will uh, we will soon see. We will soon yeah. see in the coming days with what uh, with what's announced from, from the government. But uh, like will, you say, yeah. interesting times ahead for sure. So um we'll we'll leave that bit for there then mark we'll okay. um we'll have a short pause and we'll come back to a couple of the questions that we had and then we'll uh, we'll dig a little bit deeper into into the brewery how it came about and we'll uh, we'll okay. crack on from there
1: okay
0: right so welcome back welcome Thank to you. the first part of the the, the show where we jump in some questions mark about a bit more have a deep dive into, into the brewery and okay. what makes it tick. So the first kind of obligatory question that I've got lined up that I pretty much ask any, any brewery or brewer that comes on, where did it, where did it all begin for you guys? Where, what's the story and how did it come about?
1: Um, the story with the brewery is um, I've been um, selling cask beer for um, four or five different breweries for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um we just by accident, I discovered there was a plant here to buy. Um, so I dropped in last summer to look at it. We, my wife, and I walked in, we loved the location, mm-hmm. and we thought, Yeah, so we sort <laughs> of um, we approached the, the agents and said, Yeah, let's look about get buying the plant. So it was um, a brewery which had been mothballed. We mm-hmm. spent some time looking around the area and it, I was ready to relocate. I'd been living in Somerset for 20 years, originally mm-hmm. from North London and the Southeast. And um, I just wanted to get back, just wanted a change of scenery. So we we looked around the area. We we found Didsbury in Manchester, which is where we thought we'd like to live there. Mm-hmm. The commute was fine. So we went, went for it. And um, basically... We needed a brewer, we, we needed a name, and we we just um, sort of looked look towards starting production and brewing as quickly as we can, um, had some beers launched in Cask, which was brewed under a license end of last year. They went well. Mm-hmm. And then January, we started the company. We my, my daughters both decided to, well, my youngest daughter finished university, so she was already was going to move in with us, and my oldest daughter, Laura, um, had a job in the city. But I said, "Why don't you come and work and help, 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 do the brewery, learn to learn to brew, and um, do all the stuff I'm hopeless at?" And um, she jumped at the chance. And we started it in January. Um, originally, we were brewing. It, it's a car. It was. It was a cask brewery setup. It was just a mm-hmm. very small plant only capable of brewing cask beer. It's yep. not what I wanted. Um, I, uh, we wanted to have a modern brewery that you could, you know, the lesson we learned is you, you have to be able to um, sell your beer and access to market more than just one 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 area. So yeah. we were going to launch canned beers. Our intention was to produce more hoppy and modern style of beers, but, but Laura... Spent a day brewing at Cloudwater in January. Um, They're probably her favourite brewery. She she loves their model and she loves those Mm. style of beers. So we we wanted to produce beers that we like.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And that was the idea. So we're going to be experimenting this year. We've got some great things happening. But like I say, we started, we were selling cask beer. Um, We were really, really busy. So, um, we probably didn't, the the idea of a brewery, It might it was not happening at that that point. Um, so yeah, we, we've, the, the lockdowns allowed us to get to it. So the type of brewery we want to be is, um, brewing, you know, brewing different types of beer that, um people can enjoy yeah primarily beers that we all enjoy um so anthony our brewer is very keen he loves um you know he he loves to brew the craft beers tensely hopped or dry hopped so Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing at the moment and both him and laura got very excited last week um because some um um Oak barrels become available, so they right. uh, purchased a load of oak barrels, whiskey, and rum. So we're going to be brewing first week in July and aging for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We did a chocolate stout at 10%, which is beautiful, and um, we, we did a coffee porter, but we had to, because Anthony and Laura are both coffee drinkers, so it had to be ground coffee from <laughs> You know so that that's what the where we are with um what we're trying to do so we're now the brewery we set out to be um, which is you know beers to be enjoyed that that was always yeah. my motto about beer bit beer, beer I'm not yeah you want to get great reviews you want people to say nice things about the beer but it's to me it's it's about fun and enjoyment and that's what we we do now we we, we love the beers we're brewing we're not, mm-hmm. we're not 100% happy with them. Yeah, um, we want them to be better, and we and we are looking and we are tweaking the recipes. So that that was what it all came about. Um, I have, because I from the industry, I knew I could sell cask beer, so mm-hmm. I knew I could generate enough income from day one in cask. Now we're. Without that luxury, without that to fall back on, we've had to take the business in the direction we wanted it to be. So we're we're having to be a startup brewery like every other one is, find our Mm -hmm. place. But we're very, very pleased with the range of beers and what we're brewing. We've got a lovely team. Um, So, yeah, I think that's answered the question as best (laughs) as I can. Yeah. So difficult some of the simplest questions are actually the hardest to answer.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, well, it's, I think like that covered everything pretty much there, I not So yeah,
1: um, and, and I come back we we it's quite funny because um we felt welcomed yeah um into the area. There's a there's a warmth. Um, mm-hmm. There's a misconception about People from the South and London or oh, they 're not friendly etc it 's actually <laughs> not true we, when I grew up we it was it reminds me of how it was twenty thirty years ago yeah. and um, there 's still a homely feel up here, and I think mm-hmm. in the southeast in particular, you do live in a bu- in a bit of a bubble it 's such a hectic pace of life life mm. it 's very difficult to remember. Your community, but we, we 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 just love the way we've been made welcome. Our neighbours have brought beer on our online shop from us. So they always ask how we're doing. Mm. Um, it, yeah, it, it's 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 the area attracted us. Um, it was a great location. I mean, where we located is absolutely fantastic. We we can get to Leeds, Manchester, Preston, um, even down to Birmingham, Stoke, into Liverpool, um, Wigan. All, all very easily so distribution is so good mm. and it's peaceful very secure where the is located it's a bit isolated which i think is a plus and a negative great landlord they're very friendly and supportive yeah it's it's a co- little combination of all those things just made it feel right and yeah. that's what it was it just felt right
0: yeah, yeah. It's good that you've you know like is the kind of the amalgamation of all them things really. Yeah. It's good that you've yeah. you've managed to find your feet so quickly and uh, you you're quite fortuitous you of yeah. finding the site and fitting quite well.
1: And, and of course, the, the major point for me was the fact that when I was doing my research and found out that you know Standish near Wigan and Wigan is famous for the best pies in the world. that, that also <laughs> was a huge sort of carrot because I do like a pie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've course, definitely gone to the right place there. Then. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Although I can't get my head around these pipe arms; they do, you know that. That's a little bit yeah. too much for me. But yeah, yeah. But no, I've never,
0: no. never quite understood that myself. Yeah, but no, no but yeah, mm. it,
1: it, was, it was a combination of all of those things. Um, mm. and, yeah. And yeah, that's why we do it. Did
0: it? Yeah. yeah. it's Well, that's it, and and that's the the kind of the over the overwhelming sort of sense of community from the. Yeah generally speaking from the craft beer scene is the reason why i do what i do you know it's yeah. it's quite easy for us as kind of just drinkers and sort of you know appreciative of the beer to sit and drink it whereas obviously you guys put all the effort into to make it but it's that overriding sense of for the most part people are friendly are welcoming you know there's Thankfully, there's not too much snobbery, or you know, you know, look at people looking down the nose at other people, and you know, the the community that certainly I've been welcome to on Instagram and sharing your experiences and beers has yeah. been overwhelmingly positive, and it's great to see that you know you've you've had that firsthand in your you know your community as well from a We've another been, brewery point of view and yeah. other local businesses too.
1: Yeah, we we have. It's been um, yeah, it's been lovely. Um, quite often, we, I get I have got asked what what's a cockney doing living in wit or moving and starting a brewery in Wigan? Northern mm-hmm. song theme behind it, and um, I think that they that it's, it intrigues people. But mm. generally speaking, um, we yeah we really. Um, I find it amusing when we get asked that question and I yeah. noticed a post someone put on, oh my God, you know, a craft brewery in Standish. This is like unreal. And I just thought, no, it's not. It's, um, there's a, you know, there's a, there is this sort of feeling and, um, about the North and the South and being a Southerner, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, you grew up in a different environment. And, and I remember my dad was, Stunned. I mean, my dad's as London as they come, and, the, and my sister. <laughs> my sister lives in Liverpool. I'm in Manchester. He was like, you know, I can't believe this. But it's like saying to him, it, it's, you know, that that it's. Um. Yeah, I, I think there is more. There is definitely a more warmth in this area um, mm. that I've experienced, but. I, Obviously, I've only experienced a very short period and just a, my own little narrow part of it yeah
2: um
1: and the thing the, the thing which got me the most was when um when lockdown first started, we had a lot of cast beer left and and the first week i, I have to say the first week I was depressed um, and i I didn't know what to do. It was like, mm. my God, you know and you know it was a big worry because how oh, yeah. come was through this. And we, we we put a strategy in place, and then it was what do I do with the, the cask beer? And the one thing I didn't want to do was I didn't want it to um, interfere with what we were trying to do moving forward. Because although the beers were nice, they weren't the beers I wanted to be associated with with the new with what we were planning to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so there's no way I was going to consider getting them bottled or canned and offered as this part was no so we originally i thought well why don't we do um, a donation and support the nhs and then uh, we were sort of advising uh, let, let's let's do a local wigan charity and we did and i thought if we raise a couple of hundred pounds that'd be brilliant um, and then 500 would be fantastic and i remember when we were delivering and doing this it, so many people were saying oh wow, it's so lovely what we're doing and one of the customers who had had a few deliveries when I turned up actually had a massive bouquet of flowers and the lady there gave it to me and said give it to helena your wife and she's mm. crying as she did as she said we're so touched with what you've done for the charity and that wow. that to me just made me think you know this is um so often you do things and so often things are done i don't think for the right motive but yeah. we, we did we did it because generally generally I thought, i've got beer I'm going to throw it down the drain, mm. which most of it has. Most of it's gone down the drain now. Mm-hmm. In fact, all of it, apart from... I thought, let's let's see if we can, you know, let people enjoy it and, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and and raise some money. So we did the... In the end, we did the £1,000, which we were chuffed. We, we stopped once we did that because we, you know, we had to focus on the new thing. But it, the, the reaction... It... it it's i just felt it was so genuine and we were Mm. so pleased with it and it made us you know it made us feel appreciated yeah um doing it and it and the charity actually turned around to us and said you know what we can't tell you how great it was because they had a walk they were meant to do which is the biggest funding of the year that got cancelled so we Mm. were quite important to them yeah I, i i if 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 we were better known and if the brewery was in a better location, we'd have probably done more. But we did something and I'm pleased for it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It did us good as well, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. More people yeah, know sure. us now than before. And there is self-interest in what you do. And mm-hmm. we, we, the reason we did it as well was to try and get more people aware that the brewery existed. Um, but it, we did feel appreciated. And, and And that sort of confirmed to me that we did the right thing and moving to the area. And I don't regret that at all. I don't regret moving up here and starting the brewery at all. Um, I regret the timing of it. I wish the timing had been different, as I said. But mm. no, um, we've we come to love the area and the people. And that's a big part of what we've done. Um, and I, I probably enjoy what I'm doing now more than I have done. In, in, and this is going to sound really stupid, but the work... The challenge of the work through the lockdown has actually been enjoyable. I've actually mm. enjoyed coming into work. What's been stressful has been the uncertainty. Yeah. And that's the big stress, you know, that you have now. It, it's, it's like, um, you know, you, 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 every time you spend some money, it's like, oh, my God, that's, you know, that's money from our survival pot we're investing again. And that's the one part I haven't enjoyed, but the challenge of what we've done and taking the business in a new direction, launching new beers, creating new recipes and branding—that's been really, really good. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's—it's mm. it's, it's a bit of both. I've probably gone too bit long different. again. I've answered a simple question, and it's <laughs> taken me nearly twenty minutes. But hopefully, that's <laughs> enough um, to try and explain the madness behind
0: what we've done yeah yeah no for sure it's no it's good to see you know just to hear the the story and to to hear the passion behind it you know more that more than anything that's that's the that's the great thing about it really in in terms of your your story and how you've you know not only helped yourselves but more importantly you've helped other other businesses and communities and you know charities around you at the same time so that's that's the more the more endearing part of it all really so it's it's no it's good to hear so what what just the the little bit that you said there, then, uh, Mark, in terms of the sort of coming up with new branding and things, and yeah. where 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 does the idea for the branding and the naming come from? The beer um,
1: that that's actually twofold. First of all, access to the brewery is um, you, you go down a a track and it's full of potholes and um, speed mm. bumps. Um, yeah, there's common. We, we we we've all had a puncture. I've had a shattered <laughs> windscreen. <laughs> so that comes from the Twisted Wheel side. And then um it came from, um, I mean, I have a, um, you know, being brought up the way I did the 60s musically was a massive influence, even though it, I mm. was, you know, my generation would be in the 80s, but my parents loved it. So music from the, the, the Stones, the Beatles. Yeah. The kinks are my particular favorite being North London and then small faces and the fashion Mm -hmm. of the mods, mod scene. Mm -hmm. And then doing research and talking to the branding guys, we, we, I sort of looked into it and Northern soul, which is a massive thing around here, evolved from, from, from the mods and that style of soul music, which had an interlink to things and fashion that I enjoy Mm -hmm. and the music I love. And then the twisted wheel from that, we was the club in Manchester um, a massively famous soul club in the 1960s um, mm-hmm. led to all-nighters, and eventually led to the fashion and the, you know, the the, the dance and the music that Norman Soul was. So we took that as the inspiration, but from there we put a twist on it. Like it's, you know, we some of the beers are pretty obvious. So you got Sunday sessions, which is going to be our you know, um, session pale. Yeah, that's a pretty obvious one from it. Then you've got something like Velvet Bomber, which is a little bit more discreet with the link, which I won't go into. Um, and you've got fashion like Tempin, which is the shirts which were worn. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got even you know, so you've got Suede Head, which was a, another movement there, which is our coffee porter. Um, mm-hmm. and Soul City, which is the actually where the term Northern Soul believed originated from, which was a record store and common garden in london so yeah it comes from that and um i love the story about what it was about about kids you know working um and then um you know the the, the all-nighter was what they lived for and the fashion of the dance it's amazing how they danced and the fact that it was you had to find an obscure record so what we've done is we've taken that um and it's our inspiration but we're not going to be linked to it all the time we're going to will be different things and and it's like a retro story behind it so mm-hmm. the beers will be, the beers will be ultra modern that's the style we like yeah we will do we, I'm not going to turn my back on traditional great british beers but we will add our twist to them mm-hmm. um we're going to be we're just going to brew what we like um we're not going to find any other beers so we will have a, a haze to them we want them to be like that we're not going to turn it back to cask, but we'll try and put the boundaries out there and try and do different things and sort of have that attitude of what that era was about. Um, and it's still here. It's still very much an underground movement today. The music's great. Um, we throw in things which reflect the fashion, um, even different... Um, we've got some great ideas from some beers I had a great idea for my football beer this year for the Euros which I'm doing next year so we mm. will all follow that theme um, but I'm passionate about that because you know I, I I love catching documentary about you know that era and that time um, the fashion and like I say music and, but that was I was more into the London side of it the mod side because that's what my dad was into and my mum yeah it's what I grew up with, um, and my favourite group would be the Kinks, which are a North London group, and um, I love their, their music. So, and then the Small Faces I like as well, which was a very much a mod group from that era, and it just linked perfectly towards it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that that's quite that's a good answer. I hope to another mm. question, but it all yeah. came through that through two things. It it was. Just talking about um, with the guys who did the branding, they wet themselves when they came to the brewery and saw the track, and thought, "Well, that's great." And then we just got talking, and I, they said, "What? Tell us what you like." And I said, "Well, you know, you know." I, and I, it it came about from I was actually we were in the local, and I was drinking Punk IPA for a brew dog, and I said, mm. like, "I said like these guys are like call themselves original punks," I said, "But they probably didn't even grow up with it. I did." And I started yeah, yeah. Looking on about rem- <laughs> actually remembering what 1977 was like with um, yeah. the punk movement and Johnny Rotten and the Queen's Jubilee, and from there yeah. we got onto it, and that's where we came up with the idea, literally yeah. talking about it
0: like that. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's you know a great a great story that it's something that means a lot to you rather than just mm-hmm. a name, just from a name you just thought of a name. You know, it's actually got a bit of a story and a bit of history yeah. and. It blends your upbringing, um, you know, and your, your past and history, but it blends it nicely with another passion that you've now got of brewing and beer and kind of blends them together. And the fact that yeah, you can
1: I, relive not, that
0: through that is great. I,
1: I'm not, not, I didn't know hardly anything about Northern Soul until we moved here. Start to listen to the music, but mm. the, fact, the fact that it, it derived how it moved from you know, the mod scene up in this area, into the soul music and the fact that the Twisted Wheel nightclub, so I feel there's a nice link to it, yeah. and the more I've learnt about it and the more I'm looking into it, and, and I'm a total novice, I sort hmm. of start, um, I, I appreciate it and it's something I'm going to, hopefully when we get some time, um, but it's even the fashion, that you know, it's a great fashion, it's a great statement, it's very passionate in this area, Um, I don't want to feel like um, a fraud with it. Um, Mm. So, you know, I'm quite open. It's new to us. But Mm. that's where the sort of um, the link goes. It goes from that era of of when I was young and the memories I have of growing up and what my parents liked and looking into that era as well. And, you know, I make no shames. I'm I'm London born and bred and I'm as proud and I'm a North London. I'm as proud as anything to be that. Um, I wouldn't live there again it's not the city I grew up with um, and Camden where I'm from you know it's very different to, to yeah. what I remember but I'm still proud of that and in a way this is a little very discreet link back to there if that makes sense <laughs> um, but yeah I, I will get to know more about it and I certainly um, you know I, 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 the history of it I, I, I find it quite fascinating and um, there's some great films we've watched and documentaries, I've read a book about it and I've I'm, I'm got a few bits of vinyl which I'm listening to mm. but I don't know much more than that but that's the story that's why we went with the name yeah. and the brand and where we're going from moving forward yeah.
0: Awesome, awesome so you've embraced a new culture almost to, yeah. to bring yeah. it to life and Yeah, and That's, and that's awesome
1: I love the way things link in from one to another, I, I find it. I just love stories about why it comes around, and um, the guys who do the branding and that we get them really well with, they'll come up with I think they're just as passionate about it in their own way as we are. And they come up with, what mm. oh, we've done it like Speed Wobble, one of the beers which is uh to do with the scooters. and mm-hmm. when, you, when you hit over 50 miles an hour, you you literally got the Speed Wobble, and that came from <laughs> that, that name, yeah. Um, so, we, we, we there's everything has a little story behind it and we love, and and we do our research and come with that and yeah, long may it continue.
0: Right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the last part of the episode. We'll finish off with just the last, the the last question that I had lined up for you, Mark, and then we'll, we'll wrap up from there. So obviously you. you, you told us obviously the story behind the name, the branding, etc., and there's kind of the the history and heritage behind that. So, with that in mind, what's the the inspiration behind what you brew and when you brew it, and and the order that you do it? Then, is do the names the ideas come before, or is it just a case of you think of the names and ideas after you've already committed to brewing it?
1: Um, I would say it's a combination of both. So, yeah. for example. Um, we have two porters that we've brewed so big black smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, the conversation was a porter and a little bit of smokiness to it, and then the from there the name came from um the big black smoke, which is a, a kinks b side. Um, and mm-hmm. there's a reference on there which leads to northern soul, so that mm-hmm. so, but some of the others came from the so the dipper was um then. You know, powerful hoppy beer, and then the name came from there. So, there's a combination of both, and it's yeah. very much a team effort. So, in terms of the brewing, um, that's down to Anthony and um, and Laura. So, for example, yesterday um, I was out all day. Yesterday, I come back today, or oh, we we want to do a black IPA we want to do a lager, we want to do a sour beer, and we're already <laughs> planning. And um, like I say, the um, oak beers were. Um, age uh, they're brewing and, and aging for christmas so they will come up with that that the beers they want to brew mm-hmm. um anthony's very much he he, he he likes to brew lots of different styles what we then rebrew again depends on sales so for example the 3.8 percent the um sunday sessions we're selling at um, in mini kegs, really really well, we mm-hmm. sold out the first brew of cans, so we've we've had to brew it for both cask keg, and to be canned because the demands lead into that we 're getting good feedback and good orders, mm. but they would like to also go and brew something else as well and then we we the names just um you know it, it, it the inspiration can come from absolutely anything it's it just something I see or someone sees or um in our conversation and Mm -hmm. then we all we all sit down and 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 it comes from from that. So I would say mainly it's gonna be led by the beer. Yeah. The beer beer will lead it first and we follow on with the name afterwards. So the um, probably the next new beer we will brew will probably be a a lager for the for August. We're gonna try and brew that for August. So we've already got that in mind. Anthony's already looking into the to, to when we can fit it in. We we can't brew it to early July, so it'll probably be more towards the end of August it'll be available. And then um, we'll think about a name to fit in with the branding. So we'll start to think about that as well. Um, so yeah, it's normally the beer, then the name, but we did have a few names already lined up of which we mm. um, went that route. So um, yeah, and... The main driving point about it, what we're trying to do is um, we'd, it's, we want to be, um, what we'd like to do is to brew beers that we like and think our customers will like. So it's driven mm-hmm. by what we want to brew more than anything else. And then it will be dependent on the feedback and what people like and um, what sells well and about how often, how often they're brewed. And I think we what will end up happening is we'll have a two or three beers from the range which will be core. Mm-hmm. will probably be brewed most of the year and the others will have to fit in because there's no way we can brew 10 or 12 beers at once and have that as a yeah. range. We, we do have seven at this moment in time, but we won't be continuing with all seven. It'd be an impossibility. Mm-hmm. So some of them once sold out might not be brewed again for a few months. Yeah. Which also fits in with the Northern Soul where um, a record becomes you know part of a um, what the attraction of Northern Soul was finding these obscure soul records from America, bringing them over and you know, the, the DJ oh I've got this and no one else had that record and it became an, an undercover hit and that's part of what we do with the beers, some of the beers we might brew just the once or the twice and you know, be, oh, do you remember you know, that sort of model of it mm. um, Yeah, that, that's how we sort of see, see that fitting in yeah, hopefully that, that, makes, sense. <laughs> that yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, no, it does for sure. Yeah, and okay. it's, yeah, and it's, and it's good that, like you say, kind of not committing to one or the other in terms of how you decide or dictate kind of allows for, like, say, a bit of collaboration between, like, say, what you want to brew in terms of what you like, what you think people like, and then also mm-hmm. fitting it in your schedule and then when you brew it and things like that. So it does allow everyone to get involved, really, doesn't it? As opposed to just saying, we need to do this, this, and this, and this is what we yeah, thought. Uh, know. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm, my, I, I'm not, the, I'm not a brewer myself. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel that you, you know, you, if you, if you create something and you're passionate about what you create, you know, that's great. That's the way to go. So, if you, if you want to brew um, a sour beer, for example. Um, you know, because it's something that we want to do, and to, to mm-hmm. let people try and see how good we can get it, and, and where where it can be, then that's fantastic. Let's do it, and um, see where it t- takes us. So I leave that side to, you know, um, the, the brewing team, mm-hmm. and um, they, they just, I just, I literally don't even get involved with that that yeah. conversation. It's literally we're brewing. We're going to brew this next. We're going to do that. These are the hops we want, and I sort of then think I, I get more involved with trying to think of a name which works, and we all discuss it, and that's where my creative side comes through, mm-hmm. um, and how it fits in with the the the, the, the style of beers and and the um, and the um, the range, and yeah. um, I, I feel the brand in. What we I I feel the branding that we've done is really good. It really works. Mm. It's very very important. It, it's, and I'm not happy with with the website yet. We're we, we're still working on it. We're still trying to get it how we want it to be done. There's a lot of work going behind the scenes as we talk. Mm-hmm. But the branding is very very important, and and that's it has to look right. That's that's my big thing. I, I want it to look really really good. I want when I see it. Um, in competition with anyone else um, I want, I want to look at my brand, which is how I feel about it yeah. Um, and say, God, that's as good as what's out there, if not better. And mm-hmm. then the beer, that's about um, the brewer side over there. It's like, I want my beer to get the best reviews. I want it to be the best beer. So it's like a great team effort that we mm-hmm. work like that, where we all look at it differently. And then a combination of all of us between us. So as a team, um, the idea I, I think it's beer driven first um, and then the idea will come from the brand and then we'll look at it all and um, between us and um, I mean the, the whole team will have a look at it we'll come up with a name and we'll throw it and then quite often um, Helena and Laura will be the ones who will look at the brand and it'll be no that's not right that's right and they, they, they've got that skill as well far great. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll come up with some stupid names and some good names. It's a real team <laughs> effort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like to. I I I do feel. I mean, if you go into a when we're allowed to go into a bar or a pub again, you could have. There's a lot of competition. Yeah. And you could have the best beer in the world, but you the first thing to do is to catch someone's eye, mm-hmm. and, um, make them want to try it, and then. So that's why the branding, the branding, the name is important. I, I don't think. I think every part of it is as important as each bit. You've got to have a great beer. You've got to have a, a great brand which stands out, which which looks good, looks professional, looks classy, mm-hmm. looks like the sort of you know look, look, looks quality. Yeah, and if you get those two things, out, that helps. And then of course, to to whoever you supply, be it a bar pub direct to the public um even when we do um did our market store, your service has to be important as well you, you yeah to, sure you have to offer that so i'm rambling on again so uh, <laughs> <laughs> <there
0: we go. laughs> no no it, it all makes sense and it's no what, what you're saying is 100 percent right it's for me personally a lot of my beer choices are driven initially by the packaging and the branding like you say that that's what draws me in and and Like you say, from, from the branding on the cans that you've got that you guys do, you know, like your speed wobble, you know, you all your cans have got that sort of like your, your name or your beer in the circle, but then like speed wobble's got the yeah. the tire track in the background, yes, then has, yeah. you know, come into all cities, got like um the, the, uh, the vinyl in the background, has, you, know, yeah. I guess, you know, so it all is of a, a similar nature, but then obviously it's yeah. got the individual identity to each beer, yeah. fits in with yeah. the name, so it's it does stand out, and like you say, the to fight for space on a shelf in a, in a bottle shop, but also on a, on a pump clip in a bar as well. You know, it's got to catch somebody's eye with a name and a brand that makes something like you say, I want it, to drink that.
1: It's so difficult. Um, mm. It's, um, it, I, I, personally, um, I find the brand and the biggest challenge, this is me
2: personally,
1: mm. um, because I don't brew the beer, mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: and the skill that what our brewer does is, is beyond me. I, I look at what <laughs> I can just produce amazing beers. Yeah. And what I have to do, I find that a huge challenge. I, mm-hmm. I, I, and when I see it done well, and I do have um, there's a number of brands out there in, in, in the brewing industry and others, and I look at it and I, I'm full of admiration for you. that. It's brilliantly branded. I go, your page is fantastic. I, I love to take a bit of inspiration from there. And yeah. the ones who do it well, funny enough, the ones who quite often also have fantastic beers as well. It's To me, there's no coincidence because yeah. I think if you value your business and you want to grow it, you will look at every single aspect of it and make sure every aspect is perfect. And mm-hmm. you do it quite often, you know, there's quite often a lot of great beers which are poorly branded. Yeah, for sure. Um, and those breweries aren't as successful as they probably need, to, probably deserve to be. Mm. Uh, but my pin, my favourites that I enjoy tend to be well branded as well. But that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're, they're, I it's... think I've hopefully answered that
0: question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it's true. It's like you say the 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 branding has got to reflect the beer, and the beer's got to reflect the branding. Because yeah. yeah. you know, ultimately, if you if you don't gather striking brand or a brand that people are going to enjoy then people are going to drink the beer but likewise if you have a a strong brand but then the beer is poor then obviously it's going to well they look great but then they don't taste great but you say people who spend the time to get the beer right but then get the branding right and every tiny bit of attention to detail adds up to a complete package doesn't it you know it's the same anywhere in any any aspect of life or business that if you get the small things right You'll get the big things right. Do you, you know what go. I mean. But you're not Hundred willing...
1: percent agree. Yeah, attention to detail, and we're, I mean, we we're very humble here. Mm-hmm. Um, we we do believe in what we're doing, but we're quite humble, and we do realise we've got a massive amount to to learn, and we've got a lot to do. We 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 know we've made mistakes already, um, and um, so. You know, you don't want to appear like a new kids on the block going on about it, what, where we are, but we do believe that we we've done a lot of things well as well, and we're getting um, <laughs> um, we're getting up to where we want to get to with it all. So, yeah. um, learning from um, learning from the other from successful breweries and looking at them and what do they do well is is important, and, and um, I'm full of admiration for. Um, you know what a lot of what, you know what a lot of successful businesses have done and we're very much at the beginning and we're learning and we're very proud of what we've done as i said we think it's been it's been tough but we're we're tiny i mean we're we're just i feel we're quite insignificant in <laughs> the, in in the big part of things at the moment um but i yeah we are that's part of what we all believe we we want to do get the best out of what we can and be as professional, and you know, and skillful. And really produce a great beer. Looks good, well packaged, that people enjoy. And it, it's so simple, but a really, really tough challenge to get all of those points right. To get the perfect combination is, mm. is a massive, massive challenge. So to get the perfect range of beers, brilliantly branded that everyone likes, with an outstanding service that's got a following and people know the company and heard of us that's 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 a big big ask Um,
0: yeah
1: that's what we're trying to do
0: yeah yeah no for sure and like you say it's it sounds simple but there's a lot of things that can quite easily or you could get eat wrong quite easily that could also like to ultimately result in people not you know, experiencing the, the brand as, as best as you want it to be or represented it as best you want it to be. And, you know, I think in, in terms of like you say you're a you know, you're kind of a yeah. you just you're new on the scene, but in in respect to what's going on in the world, you know, right now, I think there's been more exposure than than ever before in terms of getting beer out yeah. there, for people drinking at home and things. So in like I think we touched on earlier and, you know, it's changed how the business has panned out from what you originally planned, but by the uh, same time, uh, yeah. I think yeah. just, uh, and, and, a lot of positives as well.
1: Yeah, it's, that that's a hundred percent right. And, um, that's, that's the good news because we are what we, you know, it's, I actually, um, it, it's quite funny. I saw two, cause we were out and about, I visited, um, my dad and my sister took some beer for my nephew yesterday. And I saw a couple of my friends I hadn't seen for ages. Mm. And, um, you know talking to him and they said what what, what do you feel and i said well we we'll work the last 12 weeks actually the actual work what we've done has been it's been probably the best 12 weeks in terms of enjoyment that i've ever had working in the industry for 20 years it's been mm. really fun you know we, we we've got new fermenters coming in we're launching beers and cans it's been exciting stressful and you know we, with some of the beers we we 're absolutely wow we 're delighted with some of them. we feel you know these can be improved, but the hard part, as I think I mentioned, is this uncertainty it 's not known about tomorrow, um, not knowing yeah. what to do, and that 's the difficult part, but the actual work itself is is really enjoyable what we 're doing and and I think that reflects in 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 the beers and everything, we're enjoying it. We're having fun, we're, we're really working well together as a team, all of us, we're, it's, we're busy. Um, and I'm hoping that when there's a bit more stability and we can plan and we, we, we know what we're brewing, we know we're gonna be selling, we know our access to market, we've got all that worked into place, that it will really take off. But the uncertainty still is the one thing, and that's been the hardest thing about this, these last 12, 13 weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the same for everyone.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. So, obviously, obviously, taking COVID out of the situation, yeah. then yeah. was was the intention that the the brewery would have some sort of like tap room and drinking or takeout? Um, yeah, to... we, we
1: we can't do it here where we are, but mm-hmm. I would love to. Yeah, I mean, that's my big my big thing um, is that's what I would love to do. That's my 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 future the thing i want to do most is to uh is to have a really nice tap room to enjoy Mm -hmm. um i i I know the sort of style i I want it to be and i think um i feel that that has to be a step has to be something the brewery looks towards doing um Mm -hmm. god knows when but it yeah that that would have been that's my big thing i'd like to do um Mm. And um, hopefully it will happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Like you yeah. say, it's just a as a, a when really now, isn't it? You know, cause yeah. even if you had yeah. the space, it's a case of well, I've got the space and I've got the room to do it. Yeah. But when when would you even be able to have people coming in? You know, it's exactly. great that you have people, yeah. people can do growler yeah. fills and takeouts and stuff. But the dream would be to have people sat in the brewery in the tap room drinking direct. You know, almost pretty much from the from the tanks, wouldn't it? So
1: yeah but, yeah i mean that that's that's a, a real it'd be a real good thing to have happen at some point mm. Um but we don't know when and how and if yeah. it's viable and if it will ever happen but it'd be that, that would be exciting I it, mm. it, it, like like i said it's it, it has been good fun it's been exciting it's been challenging it's all the things where I, I enjoy and we all enjoy i mean everyone has really been excited you know Creating new recipes new styles you know there's it's so much been going on um yeah and uh i i think it's quite i think also it's it's a great time to do it you know let's mm. do it when, when it's time <laughs> and i i do know there's a lot of breweries who, who've done the same thing it's um you know we we talked to a few people we we've got some new fermenters coming in and um, you know, I've been told, crikey, we're really, really busy. These are the suppliers. We've got loads of people looking for new plants. I mean, if we were to mm. get our own can in line, you're looking at a minimum of 12-week waiting list because they're so busy. Wow. So there's a lot mm. of good things happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and like I'm a big, as you know, I think I mentioned, I'm a big supporter for the independent. Um, yeah. It's a big, big part of what I personally believe in. And um, I think it's exciting. I'd love to see the smaller breweries really, you know, making the most of this, almost like showing the way. And it's it's mm. great. It's it's like, um, yeah, it's really good. It's exciting mm. to see.
0: Yeah, it's kind of kind of a proving ground, really. And yeah. you know, almost, uh, you either we either accept the challenge or kind of, you know, yeah. give in to the challenge, really, yeah. don't you? And like you say, most for the most part. I mean, from a pure survival point of view, more than anything, most brewers have stepped up to the challenge, but it's great to see them do so well. And, you know, to to see, like, companies and brewers like yourselves that are still getting you equipment and expanding during mm. what is a tough time. But I think that just goes to show that no matter what's going on in the world, people always will still want good beer, you know, well, and the demand's I, just, I, just grown, hasn't it? So.
1: Yeah, well, I, 100%. I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, the amazing thing about it is my... My good friends, he started um, a business um, over 30 years ago. It was, um, it was basically supplying cartridges for turntables right mm. when CD was was um, in the forefront. And he's now his company, but he's a minority shareholder in, but he still works for I saw him yesterday. He said, we've just, um, May this year um, was our record month. Um, we beat December last year. It's wow. a, so many people are ordering, because it's a basically a start-up hi-fi, if you want a good turntable and a system, that's what, what he's about. And mm. so many people are ordering online, it's just blown them away. They couldn't believe it, you know, a small independent. Mm. And I think there's a lesson that, you know, cartridges, which was a dying vinyl, was dying, and now, bang, you know, they can't get enough of it. And yeah, not, yeah. He 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 said we were really worried. We thought it was going to be um, disaster, and he said it's just just been ballistic. He's now worried. He's now saying what I'm worried about now is we're not going to have a Christmas because everyone's bought their Christmas stuff in in May. So yeah, yeah. But the point is, is that it just shows there uh, are you you know it, it, it we we can be successful whatever industry mm. we're in.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, and it's it's like you say, it's surprising that people have still been able to. To buy things that like yeah. beer and things like that, that are, when you boil it down, it's a, a luxury, isn't it? You know, it's not yeah. a, an essential or a necessity, but it just goes to show that if people people want it, they'll still go to the to the lens to to source it and still buy it. So, so yeah, it's it's good to it's good to see people thriving almost in yeah. uh, in what's that, a difficult time.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a there's, it's there's a lot obviously there's a lot of str- lot of struggle for a lot of people, but but mm. we I'm convinced that it will all it will be good I'll yeah be absolutely Yeah, no. be good
0: no for sure and then hopefully just uh, the brewery for, for you guys just keeps going from, yeah. from strength to strength and see see more of you get more beers out there and see you when we can um, when we can go back to the pubs and tap rooms and things hopefully see you one on some tap lines as and when that's uh, hopefully. a possibility. Yeah, hopefully. To... That,
1: that's, that's the challenge. The challenge now is, you know, it, it, it's, yeah, the challenge is that. It, our big, our, our, definitely our biggest challenge without a shadow of a doubt is, oh. um, the, get, it, it's awareness of the brewery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. people getting to know, I mean, we are new, um, literally with a tiny little pebble with like a ripple from a pebble that's <laughs> all we are um and the challenge now in in the next six months year is really to get what i call that brand awareness so our, yeah a hundred percent our beers will be brilliant um hundred percent um they will improve and get better and better and better
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um the, the challenge is is also to 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 get them to people to 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 enjoy because that will benefit us. So yeah, I I hopefully that will be what will be happening in the near future. I certainly um I'm pretty convinced it will do.
0: Yeah, no, I look forward to it, and certainly keep an eye on your beers that are coming out. And okay. obviously, I, I I caught wind of you guys from from James at, at York Craft yeah. piers down the road, yeah. getting you guys in. So hopefully, when the the next batch is released, we'll we'll see him in there, and I'll. Uh, I'll pick them up when they come out, Thank and you. then we'll um, we'll feature them at some point. And if we uh, if we jump on the podcast again at some point in the future, it'll be a case of that you've you know you will look back at this and it's just gone from you know from from strength to strength and well, you know things well, have improved.
1: Sir, I, I, I do say I do talk a little bit too much, so I'm always happy <laughs> to have a chat
0: yeah no it's, it's it's good to to hear somebody so positive about you. you know the brewery and obviously somebody who's who's built it and obviously so passionate about it firsthand you know it's it's great to see and obviously so much thought yeah. and care goes into the beer the branding the naming etc it's it's great to see and it's great to hear and it's a it's a great story so so thank okay. you for for coming on and, and sharing sharing the story so um so yeah um on that sort of final note, then, Mark, in terms of where people can find more about Twisted Wheel, where can where can people find your happenings and doings on the yeah, internet?
1: Um, yeah, so we've got our website, which um, is still the old website at the moment. So, but the new it should be middle of next week. It will be up and running the how we want it to be. So that's Mm-hmm. and we have got. We've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook. Um, very active on those, always updating all the news on, almost daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so just go to Twisted Wheel. I, I, I'm I'm going to make myself look like an idiot, but I don't even know where, where you go for those three things. But we, <laughs> have, we have all of them, and they're very active, and I know they're happening yeah. all the time. Um, and we're Somebody
0: else looks gonna, after those for you.
1: Yeah, well, um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's a full-time job. It's, um, there's a lot going on. So, um, yeah. Laura is constantly working on that as well as delivering beer and, um, doing loads of other stuff. So, um, and I just go and have a look at it now and again and say, Oh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we're, so we're very active on those three fronts, um, with news. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a lot of news happening. So there's going to be more coming out in the next um, few days. We've got loads going on. Um, so yeah keep
0: an eye on it perfect lovely stuff so yeah perfect. so i'll i'll be um be sharing this when when it goes live so I'll obviously i'll right. I'll tag your social media right. channels and things in, in the post time. when it goes live so no you're welcome so so hopefully if anyone well people listening go go check out twisted wheel across their social media channels yeah. facebook instagram twitter um Show some support, show some love, and obviously when the beers come out, if you see them, pick them up and be sure to to share your thoughts and opinions about them. So yeah. uh, and like I say when the next lot come in, I'll be certain to uh, to do the same. Um, and for for anybody who's not following me by now um, across my Twitter and Instagram channels, my uh, my handles at points underscore of underscore brew across Instagram and Twitter. Um, any. Questions, comments, feedback, anything like that at all, please, please feel free to send them to me um, in a message or by all means, if you want to, to write an email, uh, please feel free to send it to pointsofbrew at gmail.com. But uh, until next time, Mark, thank you again. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for joining. It's, it's been a great chat and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll chat again in, in the future sometime okay. soon.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you.